In 2011, Congress enacted major patent reform in the Leahy Smith America Invents Act, AIA. The AIA, among other things, created inter-party reviews, IPR, and a procedure during which the U.S. Patent and Trademark Office, PTO, Patent Trial and Appeal Board, PTAB, reviews if a, a issued patent is valid. In particular, IPR allows any person other than patentees to petition the PTAB for review of a patent. After receiving a petition, the PTAB may institute a IPR if it determines that there is a reasonable likelihood that the petitioner would prevail. However, 35 U.S.C. Section 315B, the so-called time bar, provides that PTAB may not institute an IPR if the petition is filed more than a year after the date on which the petitioner is served with a complaint alleging infringement of the patent under 35 U.S.C. Section 314D, the so-called no appeal provision. Moreover, the PTAB determination to institute a IPR under this section shall be final and non-appealable. In Thrival Inc. v. Click-to-Call Technologies LP decided on April 20, 2020, the, the Supreme Court interpreted the no appeal provision broadly by holding that the PTAB's determination that an IPR is not time barred falls within 314D and therefore may not be appealed. The decision to click the call may have considerable implications for the breadth of the PTAB authority moving forward. Under 35 U.S.C. Section 311, any person other than the patentee may petition the PTAB to review an issued patent to see if it's valid on certain grounds. The petitioner may assert, for example, that the patent invention would have been obvious and thus a patent should not have been issued. The patent owner may then file a preliminary response. The PTAB decides based on the petition and preliminary response whether there is a reasonable likelihood that the petitioner would prevail with respect to at least one of the patent's claims challenged in the petition. If the PTAB determines that there is a reasonable likelihood that the petitioner will prevail, it may formally institute a IPR. In addition to demonstrating a reasonable likelihood of success on the merits, the petition may also meet a number of procedural requirements. For example, the petitioner must identify all real parties in interest, identify the challenge, patents, claims, and the grounds for the challenge with particularly a pay a fee set by the PTO. The, peti the petitioner also must establish that the petition is not time barred under Section 315B, which provides that the PTAB may institute an IPR if the petition is filed more than one year after the date on which the petitioner is served under a complaint alleging infringement of the patent. Under Section 314D, the PTAB determination whether to, to institute an in, inter-parties review is final and non-appealable. If the PTAB institute an IPR, the PTAB conducts a streamlined administrative procedure to adjudicate 
the issues presented in the petition. During IPR proceedings, the parties file further arguments, and the patent owner may move to amend the patent. The PTAB then holds a hearing and issues a final written decision explaining whether the challenge patent claims are valid. Kazu Speed Technology LLC versus Lee. Parties have been litigating the scope of the no appeal provision since IPR first became available. In fact, the first of Supreme Court decision to address IPR, Kuzlow Speed Technologies LLC versus Lee, involved the scope of no appeal provision. Kuzlow, a patent owner, argued that the PTAB had improperly instituted an IPR because it invalidated certain patent claims on basis only implicitly raised in the petition. Thus, Kazu argued that the petition had not identified the challenge claims on the grounds, which particularly as required by 35 U.S.C. Section 312A3. The Supreme Court held that the no appeal provision rendered the PTAB's decision to institute on those bases not appealable, while the Supreme Court recognized a strong presumption in favor of judicial review that could only be overcome by clear and convincing indications from Congress. It held that the language in Section 314D met the standard to hold otherwise the court reason would undercut the congressional objective of allowing the PTO to revisit patentability determinations. The court doubted that Congress would have given the PTO these reviewed powers if it thought that the agency's final decision could be unwound under some minor statutory technicality related to its preliminary decision to institute an IPR. Nonetheless, the, the Supreme Court indicated that Section 314D scope is not boundless, and particularly the court cautioned that the no appeal provision applies where the grounds for attacking the decision to institute. An IPR consists of questions that are closely tied to the application and interpretation statute related to the decision to institute. Thus, the court stated that it was not deciding whether the no appeal provision would apply to appeals that implicate constitutional questions. That depends on less closely related statutes or the present other questions of interpretation that reach in the terms of the scope and impact well beyond this section, the court also indicated that uh, shenanigans where the PTAB acted beyond its statutory jurisdiction would be reviewable. The Supreme Court decision in Click to Call on April 20, 2020, the Supreme Court issued its decision in Thriver Inc. versus Click to Call Technologies LP. Justice Ginsburg opinion for seven justices held that the no appeal provision in 314D bars judicial review of PTAB determination regarding section 315B time bar. The court reasoned that the time bar is part of the institution decision and therefore barred from review under 314D. The court also determined that the purpose and design of the statute creating IPR reinforces the conclusion that the no appeal provision applies to the time bar because IP, IPR sought to weed out bad patent claims and allowing review of the time bar would permit the continued enforcement of patents held to be invalid. 
Justice Thomas and Alito did not join the portion of the opinion addressing the purpose and design of the statute. The court rejected the click-to-call argument that Section 314D does not apply to time bar determination, including its attempt to read Section 314D as limited to its initial merits determination. The court found the argument foreclosed by Kazu and inconsistent with related no appeals provision that Congress drew more narrowly. If Congress had intended for Section 314D scope to be narrow, the court reasoned it would have used narrower language. Accordingly, to the court vacated and reprimanded the U.S. Um, Court of Appeals for the Federal um, Circuit judgment with, with instructions to dismiss the appeal for lack of jurisdiction. Justice Gorgeous dissented with Justice Sotomayor, joining much of the dissent. Justice Gorgeous argued that Section 314D text indicates that no appeal provision only applies to PTAB initial determinations on the merits, rather to institute IPR and not to other determinations. Justice Gorsuch con contended that Kaiser's statement to the contrary was not binding and should not control the present case. Moreover, Justice Gorsuch argued that the presumption of judicial review indicates that the no appeal provision should be read narrowly to reach only the initial merits determination. Justice Gorsuch also opined that the court's precedent interpreting the IPR statute shifted too much power to the PTO at the expense of the court, particularly considering that the director of PTO is a political appointee. Finally, Justice Gorsuch criticized the court's previous decision upholding the IPR constitutionality as part of a trend of handling over judicial powers involving the de deposition of individual rights to executive agency officials. The central question in clicked call is one for congressional intent, whether Congress intended for Section 314D to bar appeals of PTAB determinations that Section 315B time bar applies. Accordingly, to the decision raises questions regarding whether the court is interpreting the law as Congress intended. Should Congress disagree with the outcome of click call, it could abrogate the, the decision of statutory by clearing, clearly indicating that the time bar appealable for example, the Stronger Patent Acts of 2019, a bill introduced in the 116th Congress, would narrow Section 314D to apply only to the merits determination of the institution decision and not procedural determination like the time bar. Patent owners contend that reviewing time bar determination provides an important check on the PTAB's power and the PTO more broadly. Not having to check, some argue, allows the PTAB to, to determine the scope of its own authority without review by an Article III court. If Congress chooses to reverse the result and click the call, judicial review of the time bar determination may result in IPR dismissals after patent claims are, are invalidated by PTAB. Supporters of the appellate review contend that because those IPRs are time barred, they should not have been instituted in the first place. Under this view, appealability may uphold the balance Congress created in the, I, in the AIA and help to protect investment needed to receive a patent in the first place. Allowing judicial review of time bar determinations, however, may raise the possibility that the PTAB patent 
invalidation will be set aside because courts disagree with the PTAB's time bar conclusion. This may expose petitioners who successfully invalidated a patent at the PTAB to infringement liability when a merits determination is undone based on procedural defects. For example, an click-to-call potentially face a new patent damage trial with more than $100 million at stake. After the Federal Circuit, without disturbing the PTA's B decision based on the merits, set aside the PTA's B invalidation of the patent based on time bar issues. Moreover, parties expend significant resources litigating IPRs. Patent challengers contend that those resources would be wasted if the IPR could be later dismissed on appeal due to time bar issues, thereby arguably frustrating the, the congressional purpose of IPR, providing a faster, more affordable alternative to district court litigation.